Welcome to Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, privately owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission has been to formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats, so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie has also created clean protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, everything your cat expects you to know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give your kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. Often sharing my conversation with feline expert Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival, which brings together short films from around the world that celebrate kitty cats. The festival premieres every fall in New York City and then travels to theaters across America and Canada, with a portion of every ticket going to local cat welfare organizations with the support of Dr. Elsie's. My wonderful co-host, Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, is here, and we want to talk about petting because it turns out that while we think all cats want to be petted as much as we might want to pet them, Dr. Michael and I know that is not actually the case, but we're going to do a 101 on petting. So where would you like to leap into that, Michael? (laughs) I mean, you brought up an excellent point, which is that um, we as humans, I mean, we love cats. Um, We think they're beautiful. They're soft. Um, So we, and we're very tactile, right? So if you think about um, the parts of our body that are very sensitive, like the hands are one of them, right? Like our our fingertips are incredibly sensitive. So to us, petting a cat is usually a very pleasurable thing. Like it it feels good to us. We like the bonding. Um, We are um, just a very, like we like close contact. But if we look at how cats are socially, um, they're, they're quite different from us in, you know, a few important ways. One is that um, they're pretty sensitive to touch in general. Um, And there may be good reasons for that. Like if you're a prey animal, maybe you need to be sensitive to um, changes like someone touching you or um, even air movements that might indicate a hawk is above you. Um, And then the other thing is if you look at how they interact with each other, right? So cats who are friendly with one another um, will groom each other. Um, They'll sleep touching often, but in general, they tend to prefer um, what we call high frequency low intensity interactions. So what that means, like to translate that is, um, this is the cat that might um, do a drive by through your office once an hour, want a few pets or a little bit of attention, and then they go off and do their own thing. And then they come back an hour later and they're like, hey, let's, you know, let's have one second of petting again. Yes. Um, but that's, that's more natural to them rather than what we tend to like, which is um, high intensity, low frequency, but very <laughs> long interactions, right? So we want to sit- funny. On the, on the TV, I'm sorry, on the couch watching TV with a cat on our lap. And we were just mindlessly petting them that whole hour we're watching stroking our favorite program, right? Stroking and stroking and stroking. We're very, like, it's it's interesting. I think, like, it's just something that we do without thinking about. Yes. And I, I catch myself doing it, too. And um, for, I, I don't want to say all cats, right? But, like, for most cats, that's a lot to ask of them. And so it does set up people for... Um, a problem, right? Like um, what we call petting aggression or overstimulation is one of the most common types of aggression we see in cats. And if we think about it, we're causing the problem by petting our cats too much. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, 
something wrong with your cat, it's actually you're making your cat aggressive by overhandling them. And um, we also know from research that there are some places that cats enjoy being petted as in some places that they're less likely to be um, enjoy being petted. And so when you look at these two studies that have been done, what we see is that universally, most cats like being petted on the the areas of the face where they have scent glands um, and deposit pheromones. So that would be like the cheeks, the chin, the forehead. Um, most cats, especially if you don't know a cat well, that would be considered a relatively safe place to try to gently pet a cat. The places that are more controversial are basically everywhere else. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. Um, I love so it. Um, the base of the tail, which is a hot spot and it can be a contentious um item for discussion because a lot of people notice that their cat has a very big reaction to being petted at the base of the tail. Yes. Um, and then of course the belly is the other um, area that, that again, most cats, if you look at a group of cats in a study, most cats do not like petting there. Now that doesn't mean that there aren't some cats who enjoy um, a little bit of a belly rub or maybe even the base of the tail. But I think it's really important for people to understand like, Again, if you don't know a cat well, those are not the places to start petting them. Um, and even if you do know your cat well, you want to make sure you're interpreting their body language yes. appropriately and um, not overdoing it, right? So not getting them overstimulated. And so some signs of overstimulation would include like um, dilated pupils, a lot of ear movement. Maybe the cat is looking at your hand like, what are you doing? Right. Um, maybe their body maybe their body is um, moving a lot or they're trying to reposition to kind of get away from what you're doing, but maybe they don't want to leave your lap altogether or the couch altogether, but they're kind of like trying to tell you like, mm, not there um, or too much. Yeah. Um, and certainly it can escalate to like a cranky meow or swatting or um, hissing or even biting. And so those are things that we really want to avoid. Well, if you look at what happens when you pat a cat on its stomach, how often mm -hmm. do you see the cat grip your hand with all four yes. of their paws and claws and bite? And yes. some people think, oh, the cat's being playful. No, the cat yeah. is freaking out. Get off sure. of my stomach. But what do we misinterpret, Michael? Is the cat who, in a state of extreme relaxation, and some dogs will do this too, lies on his or her back, stretching yeah. out and shows the belly. People misinterpret this as, oh, I want my belly rubbed. And not only do I actually not want it rubbed, but I sure as heck don't want it rubbed. That motion of rubby-dub-dub is yeah. not natural to a cat. And then you're yeah. going against the fur and you're going with and you're like doing a like, you know, I don't know, making pasta dough. That is not a pleasurable <laughs> for a cat. So what about when they show their belly? I mean, it is supposedly a sign of trust, right? Relaxation and trusting Relaxation. you. Yeah. Trusting the environment. I mean, it may not be about you, right? I mean, we like to make it about us, but um, but it is yeah, a sign point. that your cat is is deeply relaxed and feels comfortable. Um so, so, yeah, I think it's, um, again, really important to, to kind of recognize, like, what aspect of petting is for us and our pleasure and what is actually for your cat's enjoyment, right? So, like you said, just because they're showing their belly doesn't mean, like, please come rub it. Um, but it's hard for people because, again, we're very tactile and we want our cats to show us love in a certain way. 
um, which is physical, right? Like we're big huggers. I mean, this comes up with dogs all the time too, right? Like, right. you know, people like yep. to hug dogs. Dogs don't, you know, primates are huggers. Dogs yep. are not. Naturally. Correct. So, um, so, you know, I think what, what I like to get across to people is just, again, like um, kind of making sure that what you're doing works for your cat, right? So, so, and that they are consenting to it and that they have the choice to leave or go away and that you're not, um, forcing yourself on them to the point that they get irritated or, um, you know, want to bite you um, because those are, those are not positive sensations no. in your cat. If they feel like they must um, bite you or swat at you to get you to stop what you're doing, you've definitely crossed the line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, or all four claws and paws gripping your hand and yeah. wrist while you are on their stomach. I mean, yeah, and people think, oh, that's cute or funny, or it's not. The cat is like completely over the top. With you missed all the signals, lady, of what we were. I was trying to get across to you. I think the other <laughs> yeah. thing is, cats' bellies are so appealing looking to us. It's so oh, soft yeah. and downy, and we don't see it all the time. And it's it's even a softer fur often than the fur on other parts of their body. So it's, you know, we're True. like children in a candy shop. Ooh, I want some of that. Yes. Yeah. And like you said, this is not an opportunity for you to like be making bread. Um, you know, you're <laughs> like not, um, and you know, the other thing too is, uh, because a lot of people say, Oh, my cat loves to be, um, scritched at the base of the tail. Right. And a lot of cats do have a very specific reaction to, um, touching that area. And what I've observed is it's often cats who are obese and can't groom that area Aww. or, um, you know, it, it's um, it's just a highly sensitive area because they they don't touch that area themselves a lot. It's not a, an area they can reach easily. Right. And so you'll often see a cat, you, you start, um, you know, if you start petting them there, they might start licking or, um, you know, kind of making, you know, some some kind of quirky movements that um, that I think people sometimes misinterpret as like, oh, you know, he, he enjoys this. Um, but I think it is like, it is, like I said, we, we know from two studies that most cats don't like it. And maybe your cat is the exception, but maybe they would actually prefer petting somewhere else. Thank you very <laughs> like, much. Or, you know, why I are suppose you so insistent you, on petting them there. Yeah. And if you, and what about using a cat friendly, which could be different to each cat and also depends on if your cat is long haired or short haired, a cat friendly brush? Is that sometimes hmm. better than a hand because you're always going in the right direction? Or is that a danger because you can put too much pressure on the brush? I mean, that's an excellent point. So often, I mean, there are some cats that will prefer the sensation of a brush to our hand. And so maybe that's because um, the, the points of the brush are um, a little finer than like a whole hand, right? Yep. So it's it, it can be very... Um, different cat to cat and I mean some cats really like to dig into the brush like they'll rub into it very very intensely Mm -hmm. um so I think um again the same principles generally would follow like if your cat is sensitive about being petted on their body they're probably going to be sensitive about being brushed there too but they may they may prefer it so um you know I, I do recommend having a few different types of brushes and seeing what your cat prefers like do they prefer a soft hairbrush or do they prefer like a firmer wire brush right um and where do, so with anything whether you're petting a cat or brushing them what i like to do is like offer them your hand or offer them the brush and let them guide you 
like most cats um, will tell you, so if you offer your, your finger to your cat, um, to their nose, and they rub into um, your finger with their cheek, that's the cat saying like, ooh, like I like this, um, you know, and, and you can kind of give them one or two more strokes and then reassess, like they still want more. Um, and the same is true with the brush. Most cats, if you hold out a brush to them, they'll rub against it and maybe they'll start rubbing their whole body on it. Um, so you can kind of give your cat a consent test and <laughs> That's cute. Let, let them let them tell you like, yes, you can continue. Or if they don't engage with your finger or they don't engage with the brush, they're saying, yeah, I'm done. You can stop now. Thank right. you. That was enough. And the, the one other uh, sort of caveat about using a brush that isn't the brush you would use on a newborn baby's scalp is press it against your the palm of your hand and see how little pressure it takes for it to maybe be uncomfortable. I mean, wire brushes right. in particular, but even other ones that are bristles, do your own hand first or your inner thigh, someplace that is very sensitive on you because you don't want to use more pressure than that on the cat. It could actually hurt and mm -hmm. then, you yeah. know, ruin the, the, the future of any kind of mutual grooming, if you want to call it that. So test on yourself first. Yes. And there have been, you know, a few studies now that have, have demonstrated that when we give cats more say in the interaction, then the interaction is going to be more positive and they're more likely to interact with you in, in the future. So um, certainly, you know, over petting your cat or over handling them is, is a surefire way to increase the chance they're going to run away from you in the future when you try to pet them. Right. <laughs> so, and and then the door is closed. The door is yeah, shut. It's we, like, it's not worth yeah. it. It's not worth the risk to them that it's yeah. going to be unpleasant or uncomfortable. So tread yeah. lightly and slowly and watch the cat while you're doing any yeah. kind of petting. Don't just mindlessly watch, you know, the TV or, you know, whatever else you might be doing, even reading a book, watch sure. the cat. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Michael. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and appreciation of cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, which created their own clean protein cat foods, inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey, to better satisfy a cat's appetite with ingredients naturally intended for her body. 90% of the protein in clean protein is animal-based, not plant-based as in many cat foods, which can compromise cats' health. Clean protein is the first dry cat food I can personally recommend as a healthy choice, although I always hope that wet food will be your cat's primary diet. Thanks again for being here.